Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aaron, I'm here, you there. It's 5, 10, 10 minutes after 5. I am uh, switching spots with Eric Erickson tonight. I'll be on from 5 to 7, and then he'll take over from 7 to 9. The normal Mark Aram show time slot is he's doing a live lounge with uh, Michael Williams and Hunter Hill, and I think you can watch that live on WSBRadio.com and maybe Facebook and Periscope. It'll be fun. So Erickson and I get to do a little swaparoo here, and I'm excited because uh, this is an exciting day. A lot going on yeah. today. The stock market, holy smokes. Holy smoke. So after a huge loss Friday and a bigger loss yesterday, I get off work at, uh, I get home at like 10 a.m. And uh, usually I try to go to bed by 11 a.m., but forget it. I was transfixed because as the market opened today, it drops 567 points. Like, just like that. It's like, holy cow. <laughs> and then it shoots back up again. And it's in positive Terry, then negative Terry. It was like, the, it was like watching a, a, psych, a psychotic movie. You know, like yeah, Memento. Yeah, yeah, it was like watching Memento. Like you're like, what's going on here? What? <laughs> I was transfixed, and at the end of the day, it really doesn't mean anything to me because, I, you know, I'm in the market long term. I don't have, you know, I'm not a guy that's in and out of the market day trader. It means nothing to me long term. But I could not turn it off. The good news, as you heard Chris Chandler mention, by the end of the day, the market went up a big amount. So it it plunged 567 points at the beginning. And at the end of the day, it was up 567 points. So nice symmetry. I just don't know what the heck happened. I, I don't know what we saw, why we saw it, or what we're going to see tomorrow. For people like you and me, Longoria, yeah. you know, we, we, I don't know about your portfolio, but I've got a 401k and an IRA. Yeah, I don't have And one. it's like index funds and some bonds and whatever happens today, I'm not cashing out. Right. I'm not cashing out for another 20 years or so. Mm-hmm. But it, I, even though it means nothing to me, I could not stop watching it today. It was in, I've never seen anything like that. So we're going to talk about that. Clark Howard's going to join us in just a little bit uh, to see what it means to folks besides me and you. Maybe if you're, if you're an older listener or if you're, your parents are older and they've got retirement funds or if you've got a, a young child and you're starting one of those college funds for them, what this can mean for you. But uh, just crazy, crazy stuff on the stock market. So I told you what happened today. Let's find out why it happened today. Joining us live, host of WSB's Money Matters, your friend and mine, perhaps the best-looking talk show host in Atlanta, Wes Moss. Wes, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Mark Aram, you say that about all the girls, and uh, <laughs> warms my heart. And yes, I've been transfixed to some extent. I think, like a lot of America, I, I as you as you talked about in the opening of the show, it's almost mesmerizing how much movement there has been in the last 
several trading days. And uh, it's really a, a kind of a remarkable uh, period of time. And so much of this happens. And let me just do a quick recap. The, the stock market, the S&P 500 and the Dow, at the end of January, so only seven trading days ago, yeah. was up 7.5%. And 7.5% in, in the course of a month. A month, which yeah. Which is a remarkable <laughs> gain in one month. And uh, then the and then we had a six day period last Friday down over six hundred points and then of course yesterday we had the six hundred sixteen hundred point drop at one point ended up down about eleven hundred. Uh, that is just an enormous amount of carnage and it and it amounted to about an eight and a half percent drop in over the course of a few days. So we went from up seven and a half percent on the the market to down one and a half percent on the year. And now we've now after today's rally, we're back, back up. up. Let, let me do this chronologically, Wes. So the market opens and it falls precipitously. Why, why did that happen? Was that why do we see a drop like that at the opening bell? What what caused that? Well, okay. So so the, there's a couple of things that happened. One, we have had this period of time where markets have been so placid and so calm, almost zero bumps in the road. Even when, when you when you go two full years, which is much longer than normal, mm -hmm. there's a tension that begins to build. And short-term money versus long-term money, and you, you and I and the folks that we, we work with are, are long-term investors, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of people, a lot of investors and algorithmic traders that are trading for that day or that week, Mark. And that's the group that is trying to get out of the way of a 5% move. And as opposed to a long-term investor, they can kind of sit through patiently a 5% move. And the tension built for this two-year period with no corrections, and those algorithmic trading programs and traders uh, increasingly became nervous with their, almost their finger on the trigger, ready to get out the, the first, at the first sign of the first correction. And as soon as that started a couple days ago, everyone stampeded for the exit. So it's the short-term money that all hit the sell button within a couple-day period that created this uh, disequilibrium in markets, and that's when you get these massive sell-offs. So it drops, it drops that much at the, at the open, and then it jumps back up into positive territory. What is that? Is that people going in and, and getting discounts, bargains? Is that bargain shoppers right there? That's also a lot of the short-term money and programmatic trading that says, wait a minute, uh, down 85 or down 10%, in this period of time, that can typically mean, historically, a good buying opportunity. So the, the, the algorithms are programmed to say, hey, this is probably a good time to be buying. And then fundamental traders look at this and say, wow, we've got uh, high-quality companies like Procter & Gamble down 13% wow. in only a few trading sessions. Wait a minute, maybe that's a really good buy all of a sudden. And that's what, that's what some of these asset managers are saying. So between the Fund managers and the algorithmic traders saw bargains and fundamentally, hey, these stocks are, are legitimately on sale, and then they flood back in, Mark. And that's what creates these wild swings. Talking to Wes Moss, host of Money Matters here on WSB Radio Atlanta's Evening News. Real quick, let, again, finishing out the chronological order, it ends up 500 points. What is that? Explain that at the end of the day for me. That is the market finding a little bit of equilibrium here. There was a massive esoteric hedge uh, product in the market that hedge fund uh, hedge funds had been using in the last couple of years also had to do with volatility. It was a way to profit on lower volatility. As soon as that unwound, uh, 
hedge funds hit the sell button on that product, and that actually went to zero. So there's a couple billion dollars there lost wow. very, very quickly, and I think that they, the market had to work that indigestion out. Real quick, what, we can expect more of this tomorrow or the rest of the week? What do you think? The if the I always think of the market as a, as a bucking bronco. The bucking bronco has been asleep for two years. It's awake again. Normal market volatility is back. The one percent up and down days. I think we're going to see a lot more of that in 2018. Doesn't mean the market's broken. What really matters is the economy is in very good shape. It's strong and getting stronger, and that's really what matters over the course of the year. And of course, trading will happen over the course of days and weeks, but fundamentally for the year, I'm very optimistic on the economy. Wes Moss, host of Money Matters, 9 to 11 a.m. every Sunday. Uh, thank you for your time, Wes, and uh, and thanks for your insight. It's it's just, it was crazy today. Absolutely thanks, crazy. Gentlemen. All right, there he is. Wes Moss, your friend and mine. <laughs> I, I couldn't sleep, Longoria. Well, that's not good for and you. It, it meant, yeah, exactly, or the listener, <laughs> but it meant nothing to me. But I just, I was like, what is this going to do? <laughs> it's like watching a movie where you don't know, is is the good guy going to get away? Is yeah. the bad guy going to get away? They can't kill off their cat character. It was like a crazy movie today. Your thoughts on the, the crazy run. Again, the Dow is up over 500 points at the end of the day. Your thoughts on the craziness today. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. In for Eric Erickson. This is Atlanta's Evening News. You held out for two weeks, longer than he's back. Welcome back to the show, 525, 62 degrees on Peachtree Street. Aram in for Erickson. We're swapping spots today. Swapping spots. He's uh, on 7 to 9. I'm on 5 to 7. He's going to have Michael Williams and Hunter Hill live in the live lounge. We're talking about the crazy run the stock market made today. Down 500 points at the bell, at the opening bell, Longoria. 500 points. And it winds up up and down, up and down. And then at the end of the day, he's up 500 points. Crazy. I was hip- hypnotized by it. Couldn't stop watching it. Clark Howard's going to join us next hour to give us his uh, thoughts on the crazy market today. What did, what did you, the average investor, think? Or does, does this not even matter to you? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I did admit, I do admit that I logged on to my 401k this morning. <laughs> did you? I, I know I didn't. I shouldn't have yeah, after shouldn't yesterday's 1,000-point yeah. drop. And I was like, ooh. But I have nothing to complain about. Like the last eight years, it's been like a rocket. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, whatever, one day loss. But, uh, yeah, that was, I shouldn't have just, yeah. just forget so, yeah, it today. Don't look at it. Uh, Eric joins us on the program. Eric, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How you doing, guys? What's up, brother? All right, so here's my theory on it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing 40s, early 50s, and, and about 15 years ago, I didn't know much about investing, but I knew how the bills were, and uh, we were drowning. We were drowning in debt and just in trouble, and we got very conservative throughout the years. Uh, in my own family, and we started, you know, getting tight on how we spend money, where we spend money. I even took a job somewhere else, uh, but there wasn't that many jobs. So the reason why I bring this up, I started really learning about money. It, it was important that I figure out how this works. What am I going to do long term for my family and kids? So I got into the markets a little bit with my with my savings account and my thrifty savings accounts and things like that. No different than I did put back in the bank and try to get my credit, you know, taken care of and just. Do, really hold on, hold, Eric. Does this does this phone call end with you trying to sell me Amway? <laughs> no. Okay, go on. But my point, but my, but my point is that I don't feel as uncomfortable this year as as I have in the past. So 
I got to admit, I've been playing around with some of my savings accounts. So my fear is that mousing around is that because I have job security now and I know that I can go five feet away and go to work for Facebook or who knows, uh, you know, I have the ability to take a little bit of that that I put back and didn't spend on it. All right, as long as you you keep uh, your safe money safe, you go ahead and mess around, whatever. I, I don't know. But, I mean, the market's been an incredible run. From the down of 2007, the recession, the bottom of the recession, to now, the market has been, it's been a bull market. Hopefully there's not a bear market yet. But again, if, if you are non-retirement age, it doesn't really impact you that much today, day to day. Um, when we come back, we'll talk more about that. But I want to talk about President Trump and his affinity for nicknames. We're going to dig into nicknames, President Trump and his nicknames, when we come back. News, weather, and traffic next. Mark Aram and for Eric Erickson on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is the Evening News on WSB. Welcome back to the show. 538.22 in front of 6. Mark Aram at your beck and call till 7 in the p.m. today. Loti uh, is off. Low-T is uh, dealing with the Erickson Show, which is coming up at 7. Low-T. But Longoria is uh, stoic as ever on the other side of the uh, takeout window. Ahmad is screening your calls tonight, so please be nice to him at 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Again, Eric and I are switching shifts today. He's going to do my uh, Mark Aram Show slot from 7 to 9 p.m. Uh, we'll have Michael Williams and Hunter Hill on as he continues his live lounge series of possible gubernatorial candidates. Uh, we'll continue to talk about the crazy stock market ride. Clark Howard will join us next hour to get his insight on, on the crazy run today. But I, I want to talk about uh, President Trump and his affinity for nicknames because we, we share that trait. I love nicknames. I love when people have them. I love giving them. Um, most of the traffic troopers you hear, like we say, oh, we just heard from traffic trooper cheese grits. I give those names out, a majority of them. Um, little guy, Alex Williams, I gave him names. His name, uh, Charlie Thomas, the producer of the Eric Erickson show. I gave him the name, the nickname Low T Chuck. I absolutely love nicknames. I don't know why. I guess just this when I was growing up, everyone had a nickname. What was your nickname? Lou. Lou, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, well, that's a long story. Yeah, but it was I my grandfather's. Told us about it was it, my right? grandfather's name, so I liked that nickname. But I had. I had EJ, I had Nikki Bones, I had Raven, <laughs> I mean, Schmacka. Uh, I mean, everyone had a nickname growing up. It was, it, you weren't, you didn't have a social group if you didn't have a nickname of some sort. And some stuck up into adulthood. Like, there are friends that still call me Lou to this day, or Zeke. Um, but I, I just love them. And the, and the president loves them as well, as we found out through the campaign and his presidency, the, le- and the ways that reason I'm bringing this up, he tweeted uh, at Adam Schiff the other day, called him Little Adam Schiff, <laughs> which, which is, I don't know how little the guy is. Yeah, that seems yeah. pretty, but I, just, I mean, I let's think the nicknames are hilarious. Maybe from the president, they're not as funny that if, right, if right. they're just like a radio guy. But so I had Shane uh, Backler, who produces the Herman Cain show, come up with all the nicknames that President Trump has used during the campaign in his presidency, uh, little Adam Schiff, uh, which he called Adam Schiff, the congressman from California, which which made me giggle. Uh, Jeff Flake, the senator from uh, Arizona, he calls him Jeff Flakey. Al Franken, Al Frankenstein, and then and then there's the the more notable ones. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, senator from Massachusetts, of course, Pocahontas. 
Pocahontas because I think it's a tremendous insult to Pocahontas. Pocahontas. That's right. <laughs> Whoa, we got to turn that off. There we go. Um, so there you go, Pocahontas. And then, of course, uh, Kim Jong-un is, of course, Rocket Man. Rocket Man should have been handled a long time ago. <laughs> then his, his former number one, like his right-hand man, Steve Bannon, as soon as he's out of the White House and in bad graces, he gets a nickname. Sloppy Steve is now looking for a job. <laughs> Sloppy, Steve. Sloppy Steve is now looking Sloppy for a Steve. job. That's what I've noticed. See, I give nicknames to people I like. Right, he gives them to people <laughs> he, he doesn't like. He gives nicknames to people that he doesn't like. Right. That's the difference between the president <laughs> and I. Like, if I love you, you're getting a nickname from me. You, you're different because your, your last name is a nickname. Yeah, yeah. And Ahmad, I'm scared if I give him a nickname he doesn't like, he's going to beat me up. So that's, <laughs> honestly, but like... Jazzer size. Uh, I gave him a nickname. Um, I mean, if I like you, you get a nickname. There's no one I've ever given a nickname to that I don't like. Uh, one of the most famous nicknames at WSB Radio is Fireball Doug Turnbull. Uh, that name given to him by, of course, the immortal Captain Herb Emery. You remember the first time he called you Fireball, Doug? Uh, I think it was probably on the NASCAR show. This is a NASCAR nickname. Yeah, yeah because you're named after Fireball Bill Roberts, or what was his name? Yeah, like Glenn Fireball Roberts, who was a fastball pitcher before he was a NASCAR driver. So that's how he got it and passed it on to me. Yeah, so Captain Herb obviously lived nicknames as well. Perhaps the stickiest uh, President Trump nickname came during the campaign when, of course, he uh, dubbed his challenger. Crooked Hillary. Crooked Hillary, fuck. <laughs> Crooked Hillary. The thing is, though, with Donald Trump, the nicknames, you know, Hillary's friends, assuming she's got, you know, gal pals, um, she's like my mom's age. My mom's got a bunch of female friends. No one's, they're not sitting around, you know, calling her Crooked Hillary. You know? <laughs> yeah, not to her face, she, at least. She's not in her best friend's cell phone as Crooked Hillary. <laughs> you know? Like, in my phone, when Chuck calls me, it comes up Low-T Chuck. Yeah. When Longoria comes up, it comes up Longoria. When Doug calls me, it comes up Fireball. Like, these are, these are good nicknames. I don't know if anyone calls... <laughs> <laughs> Hillary crooked. Hey, what you doing, crooked? Yeah. What are you doing for the Super Bowl, crooked? You know, I don't. I don't think they stick like that. They just stick with uh, with other ones. Here's the thing, though. He, the president gave gave these uh, derogatory nicknames to his political opponents that are now like on his side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like you remember uh, during the the primaries, Marco Rubio, little Marco, little Marco. <laughs> now I love that. I yeah. love that nickname. We have a little Marco. <laughs> yeah, we do. We have a little, we have a little guy, Alex Williams. I like I like that nickname, Little Marco. The problem is he, he used it. He you can't once you give someone a nickname. Once you give Marco Rubio a nickname, Little Marco, Little Marco. You can't give it to Adam Schiff. Yeah. You no. Know? <laughs> yeah. That that nickname is now Marco Rubio's. It it you can't. Take Little Marco's nickname. Little Marco, Little Marco. And give it to Adam Schiff. That's just the rules of nickname. And and the biggest one, the one that probably did the most damage during the campaign, was uh, poor Ted Cruz. Lion Ted. Lion. He's a liar. Ooh. Bible high. Bible high. Puts it down and then he lies. You know. He's a liar. You think you don't you think Ted Cruz's wife is like, hey, uh, lion. Uh, can yeah. you set the table? <laughs> Do you think that nickname stuck? Hey, Lion, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, I just don't think his friends no. are calling him by those nicknames, which is the difference between the nicknames that I give right. and the nicknames that President Trump gives. Uh, so I want to discuss nicknames because, you know, why not? Let's do it. The president, the president loves him, so let's talk about him. I want to know the craziest nicknames 
out there. Whether they are yours or nicknames that your friends have, I want the weirdest, wildest, wacky nicknames around. And I believe I've got prizes to give away. I got some prize packs to give away to the best nicknames. And I want a good story with them. You can't just say, uh, we called him uh, Gorilla John. I want to know why he's called Gorilla John. All right. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet the nicknames at me on Twitter at Mark Aram, Instagram at Mark Aram, and Facebook Mark Aram WSB. What do you know? It's the Mark Aram Show. Lion Ted. Lion. You're a liar. Ooh. President Trump loves giving nicknames. I want to hear some good nicknames. Mark Ehrman for Eric Erickson, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. The latest little Adam Schiff from the president. Mike joins us in Atlanta. Mike, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how you doing? What's going on, buddy? Oh, man, I'm just trying to get the heck home. Give, uh, give me a nickname. Swap me. This guy... Uh, well, hold on, hold on. Swap or swamp? Swap. S-W-A-P. Swap meat. All right, do I want to know why? Well, you know, out here in uh, I grew up out in California, and they they have you know out here they call them flea markets. Out there they call them swap meets, and uh, so it's basically you know it's the uh, same thing. It's flea yeah, market, yeah. swap meet. So when we were kids, back in like eighty eighty one something like that, uh, a buddy of mine used to go there and help these people set up their tents and put all their stuff out. Sure. Today. And uh, his name was Ryan. Ryan Samita. This is in Anaheim, California, and. Uh, so we nicknamed him Swap Meat because he was there every weekend, and we still call him Swap Meat, and that's been 30, that, 30 years. Wow. Meat is a, is a common nickname, Meat. I'm not going to say it on the air, but do you know what Nick Foles' nickname is? The quarterback of the... Uh... <laughs> no. Well, I'm not going to tell yeah. you, but you should Google it. Okay. David's in Canton. David, give me a good nickname. Uh, I had an Army buddy uh, when we were stationed in Germany. We went to a, a club, and they, they made, him, made us get ID cards for the club for whatever reason. And his name was David Kinsler, but he told the uh, the German, you know, the guard at the door that his name was Stonewall Givealot. <laughs> and his first name was Stonewall, and last name was Givealot. And they actually put it on his his ID card for the club. And ever since then, we always called him Stonewall. That's and kind fantastic. Of, through the years, it turned into uh, just Wall. Hey, what's up, Wall? It's Stonewall. <laughs> I bet. See, I bet you we're going to get a lot of good uh, nicknames from the military. Military people give good nicknames. Brett's in Monroe. Brett, give me a good nickname. Hey, man, yeah, uh, just back in the day, we always used to party, and my buddy got his nickname Chode, like C-H-O-A-D. Uh, the reason why he got it is, you know, he uh, hooked up with his girl one night, and, you know, they did their business, and when they got done, she came out, and she was complaining about his package and, I guess, performance. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I don't want to know how that story ends. <laughs> I don't want to know. That's bad. Yeah, I That's don't want to know. a bad nickname right there. That is a, oh, my God. Uh, I'll tell you off the air while my buddy uh, in college, his nickname is, his nickname is Chewy. <laughs> Not a good story behind yeah. that. Chewy. We'll come back. Uh, the best nicknames around in honor of President Trump giving out these nicknames like M&Ms. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Airman for Erickson on WSB. Hey there, this is Patrick Warburton, and you are listening to The Mark Aram Show. Who, by the way... Stole my Jesus fish. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. 
Welcome back to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 6.09, nine minutes after 6 o'clock with you tonight till 7 of the p.m. I flipped the script with Eric Erickson. He will be on from 7 to 9 with Michael Williams and Hunter Hill. So that means Low T Chuck is not screening your calls. Low T. Super nice Ahmed is, though. He's doing a great job in there. Longoria stoic as ever on the other side of the takeout window. We're talking about President Trump's affinity for nicknames. He's now looking for a job. Sloppy Steve, for example. Sloppy Steve is now looking for Little Marco. Little Marco, Little Marco. <laughs> We're talking about nicknames here on the program. The best you've ever heard or had at 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Joining us now on the program, anchor of Channel 2 Action News this morning, my friend and yours, Fred Blankenship, getting ready for a wet morning commute tomorrow, Fred. Could be a rough rush hour. Uh, I know the folks will be tuning in with us starting at 4.30 in the a.m. How are you, sir? Brother Mark, I'm doing fantastic, sir. How you doing, man? We're about 21 minutes away from your bedtime, so I don't want to keep you up because <laughs> you have to go to bed. But you and I, oddly, we're the same. We're the same age, even though you look a lot younger yeah. than me, and and you <laughs> are more. All, you're more of an adult than I am. It's a weird dichotomy that's going on. When you were growing up out on the West Coast, were nicknames yeah. a big part of your life in high school and in college? Did everyone in your crew have a nickname? Everybody has a nickname, even if you don't say that you have a nickname. <laughs> You have a nickname. You're trying to hide your nickname. Uh, I'll get to mine right now. Mine was Freddie Fro. <laughs> Freddie Fro? Because you had an afro? Freddie Fro. Uh, it wasn't quite an afro. It was a big, like, box high top fade. <laughs> I Not love quite that. like kids and kid and play. <laughs> yes. But, you know, it was, you know, it was like I had hair. And it was Freddie Fro or Freddie B, which people call me to this day. They call me Freddie B, you know, around the station. Yeah, so exactly. That's not a big deal. But, uh, yep, Freddie Fro. That's, I, that's what it was. I can, no one ever called you Classy Freddie Blassie? Like, from, from... <laughs> like uh, occasionally. All right. You had to be a WWF fan. Yeah. WWE now. Um, but no, no. Freddie Fro, Freddie B. Um, and yeah, that was it, man. Well, these, those are the ones I remember. Any any of any of your crew members, your buddies, your boys have crazy nicknames? Uh, okay, my buddy Jimmy, we call him. For, well, he was kind of he's kind of uh, small, so we called him Slim. <laughs> and uh, Jimmy Jam, and you know names like that. Every everybody, anybody in your crew has has a name. Um, but but so, it was like, it was out of affection, right? I mean, if if you didn't like a guy, you didn't give him a nickname. It, you only got a nickname no, if you. No, were... everybody. It was love. Yeah, it, it was nothing but love. Yeah. Unlike yeah, like, unlike President morning. Trump's nicknames, which are are you know he gives he doesn't give nicknames to his buddies, just to, just his enemies. It's a weird thing. Well, you know, it, it means he's at least thinking about you. Yeah, that, that's all. <laughs> absolutely. All right, uh, Freddie Fro will be with me, Karen Minton, and <laughs> I uh, said it. I know I shouldn't have said it. You know, I'm calling him yeah. Freddie Fro on the air tomorrow. <laughs> you know. Nice. So here's what we got: we got a wet wet rush hour. Karen Mitten yeah, will have do. the forecast tomorrow morning. I'll have your uh, roads covered with triple team traffic with Mark McKay, Ashley Frasca, and myself. Fred and Linda will handle the breaking news with Darren Moore and Andre Washington. And talented Linda Stouffer. Oh, she's amazing. She is. She is. Uh, and, and and don't forget about the eighth wonder of the world, meteorologist Karen Minton. Thirty-one years of experience. Unbelievable. She is amazing. She is. She is the best, and she's there for you tomorrow. Expecting about an inch plus of rain wow. tomorrow, coming in just after two a.m. Um, I think it's really going to be at its height around 10. But throughout the, you know, Mark, you know better than anybody else what that morning is going to be. So join us tomorrow morning, 4.30, bright and early, baby. That's how we do it, <laughs> early in the morning. Freddie Fro. Freddie Fro, as always, we thank you, buddy. 
<laughs> All right, brother. All right, there you, he is. Fred Blankenship, my buddy on Channel 2 Action News, 4.30 a.m. Check us out, please. 404-872-0750, wsb talk All right, here's the deal. I want to get all your calls because Ahmad said we've got great nickname calls and I've got tickets to give away, but I want, I want to go back to uh, the stock market craziness uh, this morning with Clark Howard. All right, joining us now on Atlanta's Evening News, uh, your friend and mine, Atlanta legend, radio legend, and a dang good guy. Yes, it's you, Clark Howard, on the uh, program. How are you, Clark? Great. I hope you're doing well. I am excellent, um, mostly because uh, <laughs> the market finished up today. Well, I mean, a zillion points. What yeah. a, it, it, at the open, it drops over 500 points. Right. And then I'm I'm watching when I should be sleeping during the day. I'm watching go up and down, up and down, sure. up and down. And then it ends up on 567. Have you ever seen anything like that before? It was crazy today. Yeah, I mean, this stuff is, even though it's crazy for us since we don't live it every day, Yeah, it's actually not that unusual in times of more volatility with stock prices. There are a lot of people who use... Um, analyses of share prices and stuff that they'll say oh that's a buy signal i'm buying now yeah. and then others that say oh that's a sell signal i'm out so it's very confusing because it's like whiplash when you have these enormous changes in overall stock values within a single trading day for for the common man or woman like like me um where i don't own individual stocks really i have a couple but most of my Market interest is in my 401k sure. and my IRA. Um, you know, th this what happens today shouldn't impact me at all. It doesn't impact me at all, right? No, makes no difference at all other than un it unsettles people. Yeah. Because there's something about human nature. We enjoy a gain more than we... Uh, I said that backwards. <laughs> we suffer a loss more than we enjoy a, a gain. Just like in poker. Yeah, is we that true in absolutely. poker? I can remember... All my losing hands in my poker career, but I can barely remember any of the winning ones. And that's just who we are. Yeah, exactly. And so with that being the case, what happens on a day like this is we're like, oh no, oh no, what am I going to do? How am I going to pay for my future and all that? And the reality is, and this is weird, when you're young like you are, Mark, you may not think Younger. you're young. You, <laughs> you, you are, you are, you're like mid- and you look at the demographics, you're like right in the middle of age, okay? Yes, correct. You got a long time till you're going to be spending that money in your 401k or in an IRA. What's happening now means nothing except that declines earlier in your career lead to greater wealth for correct. you later in your career. Correct. And it is a natural process that the value of companies goes up and down, overshoots on the high side, overshoots on the downside, because there's an emotional component in the short term that gets overrun in the long term by the natural intrinsic value in a company. And all stocks are is a collection of the value of capitalism. And over time, because of the self-interest that's involved in running a business, overall capitalism grows wealth grows economies and so if you're worried about today or tomorrow or next week you shouldn't be in stocks but if what your goal is is down the road who cares if things fell off a cliff see i'm old man okay? well that's the next question for those that are close to retirement age or are retired sure okay so i'm an old guy 1987 the value of the stock market fell by more than 20% mm -hmm, in a single day. Yeah. And there were people 
that thought their lives were over. Mm-hmm. And over that decline, values fell 40% in a very short period of time. Well, people who bailed baked in the cake the losses that they suffered. But people who stayed in after 87 eventually had a full and complete recovery of their money. Last decade, when stocks hit their bottom in the spring of 09, people who bailed, they locked in permanently those losses. People who stayed through the pain have quadrupled their money. They haven't doubled their money. They haven't tripled, quadrupled. So you got to think about what this money is for and what the time. You ask the time, what if I'm my age? Okay, I'm going to be 63 soon. Mm -hmm. What should I be doing? So it's a mix of investments. You got to have stocks even into your 70s really for a portion of what you do okay because you have to worry about inflation later in your life you know if you make it to my age the odds say i'm going to live maybe another 20 years and so yes so well i don't know men (laughs) in my family don't live very long but anyway (laughs) let's say i did yeah so what a dollar buys today 20 years from now it'll buy maybe half that sure so you gotta have the stock portion growth in there right so the amount you have in stock goes down as you get older but you still have to be in that stay calm and clark on is the suggestion i guess perfect we got a new (laughs) t-shirt slogan Clark, love you, buddy. Uh, Clark.com for all of your questions. By the way, I have all the millennials in the newsroom now went to Clark.com and I told them to all freeze their credit. And they all did it because they, I didn't want them to live the nightmare that I did. So, so I mean, you, you are a resource. living example yes. about why credit freeze is the perfect example of prevention is so much better than trying to deal with something, the consequences later. Clark.com and Clark Howard, valuable resources. Thanks, brother. Thank you. When we come back, more of your nickname calls. The president's not the only one that gives out nicknames. We all do. Give me the best ones you've ever heard or had. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSP-TALK. Longoria confirms we do have some prize packs to give away for the best nicknames. We'll come back. Freddie Fro might be uh, might be in the run for a prize pack. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. In for Erickson on WSB. Lion Ted. Lion. Welcome back to the show. Six twenty-six. I couldn't tell time there for a second. Mark Hammond for Eric Erickson. Uh, taking your nickname calls at 404-872-0750. Bart's in Sugar Hill. Sugar Hill. Sugar Hill, baby. What's going on, Bart? Hey, how you doing? Excellent. I Got had you. a I had a uh, nickname pinned on me by uh, a group of fellow bikers. We were writing uh, that the nickname is Tail Gunner. Tail Gunner. Ooh. Tail gunner. Okay. We were riding in a in a group, and uh, there were some new folks in the back who always ride in the back. You know, if they dump it, we'll come back and get you. But uh, anyway, we we're riding along, and some clown in a red pickup truck came up within about six or eight inches of them, and was laying on the horn and flipping them the bird and screeching his tires and just having a great old time harassing the bikers. Well, I kind of flagged everybody around me. And these guys had all been asking me what my road handle was, what my biker name was, and I didn't have one. Anyway, I went all the way back to the back of the pack, and uh, this guy ran up within about six inches of my tail lane. Now, we're running 60 miles an hour. Yeah. And it's a, it's a four-lane road. It's going to go around us very easily. And uh, I turned around, pulled out my 357 Magnum, oh. pointed at him, 
pointed at him and pulled the hammer back. That's this guy. This guy slammed on the brakes and did a I, hazard turnaround. I, I listen. That's that's a cool story, but pulling your gun out while going sixty on a bike is not something that I would advocate. <laughs> no, it's a good story, but geez, Louise, kids don't do that at home. Jessica's in Ackworth. Jessica, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello, Jessica. Give me a good nickname story. Okay, mine was given to me by my best friend when we were in high school. Um, the nickname is Jesse Carrecki. Oh, th- did you earn that, unfortunately? Well, the problem was is that I was never the driver. I was always the passenger, and I was in eight. I was in three car accidents in eight months. You're just bad. You're just bad luck when you're driving around. I with guess people. so. All right. I guess so. Well, so. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I'm never giving you a ride, Jesse Carrecki. Mac and Decatur. Mac, real quick, you got about 30 seconds. Give me a good nickname. Okay. Well, I had a girlfriend in uh, college. She used to call me this. There was a McDonald's commercial. This big crescent moon head was called Mac tonight, and so she used to call me Mac tonight. And uh, my favorite one of all from a movie is from Superbad, McLovin. <laughs> that is a fantastic isn't, nickname. Isn't that a great one? McLovin. That's fantastic. I love that movie. Love that movie so much. All right. What do I got? I got Skinner tickets. You got Skinner and Big Apple. And Big Apple Circus tickets to give away next half hour, plus Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. I want some really, really good nickname stories in honor of the president. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is Atlanta's Evening News. Hey, this is Louis Anderson, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Rocket Man should have been handled a long time ago. President Trump loves nicknames, so do I. It's Mark Aram and for Eric Erickson. We did a little flip-flop schedule-wise. I'm with you till 7, and then Eric's going to do my show from 7 to 9 p.m. You can hear my show Monday through Friday, 7 to 9, and now available on the WSB Radio app, Longoria, 24 to 7, a 24-7 access to the Mark Aram Show. What more could you want in life? Longo's in the other side, takeout window. Uh, Ahmed's filling in for Low T Chuck with you till 7. Uh, Johnny Kilbasa is going to join us in a minute with a fast food review. We're talking about nicknames. My nickname is Lou, and I'm not going to tell you the story, but that's it. Do you have a nickname growing up, Longoria? I don't. I didn't. Ahmad, did you have a nickname growing up or now in adulthood? Twitchy? Is that your nickname? Twitchy? <laughs> Twitchy. What Guns, up? abs. What? Uh, you can turn your mic on. I'll turn um, it on. My uncle would just call me Mod. It's just short of a mod. Mod. Yeah, just master mod. of destruction. Just took off. Yeah. Mod. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Um, so we're talking nicknames. I want I want good nicknames and good stories behind them. I've got Leonard Skinner tickets to give away, folks. Let me hear the best. Uh, Joey's up on uh, the Mark Aram show. Hello, Joey. Welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing tonight? Give me a good nickname story, bro. So uh, my I have an older brother, and I also have a younger brother. Okay. And the high school that I went to, my older brother uh, went in first. And so because of our last name, it is sort of unique, and it's similar to Krusty the Clown on The Simpsons. Okay. So he became Krusty, and his <laughs> friend's name was Wormy. And so uh, when I joined high school, when I got into high school, um, he was a senior and whatever. So I became Sideshow Bob. <laughs> oh, jeez, so. Please. That was ours right there. And then uh, for one of the best ones that I've heard is uh, one of the people that uh, I deliver to, um, and his the guys at the shop, we all call him Captain Varicose. Because when uh, he's wearing a shirt, see his varicose veins. Yeah, no, that's, that's a gross one. I had a guy nicknamed Stain. <laughs> Stain. Stain. Okay. 
I can go. I can only guess. You can what guess it, yeah. what that came from. Yeah, he, he would often leave stains. Yeah, in undergarments. Yeah, <laughs> that was not a good nickname. No, he no, did not like it. that nickname. Heath's in Winder. Heath, give me a good nickname story. Hey man, uh, so in high school, my junior year back in nineteen, or excuse me, my sophomore year in nineteen eighty-seven, I played junior varsity football. My coach nicknamed me Hedgehog. And I had a full mustache my sophomore year, and I was, nice. like, the only one on the team that had a full mustache. <laughs> They're like Pedro. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, so I thought, you know, he had made some kind of excuses. Oh, Hedgehog, you know, he's always on the ground. Ha-ha, that's what you tell everybody? Well, I found out years later, because that nickname stuck throughout high school and everything, that my coach thought my mustache looked like a porn stash, and <laughs> I found out that... All right, all right, I'm going to stop the story there. Once we get the porn stash in, we're done. Russell's in Dallas. Russell, give me your nickname. Hey, oh, I'm super excited to be on the show. Thanks, brother. I, I want a radio job. I mean, it sounds great. So do anyway, I. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So when I was in elementary school, yeah. you know, I, I'm pretty tall and thin. And uh, I would like, you know, I remember myself being this dodgeball superstar. Sure. I mean, that's how I remember it. But... um. So I was really good at, at dodging the ball, so that my, all my friends called me Spaghetti Leg. Spaghetti. That, see, that's not a good nickname, though. Yeah. It's too long. Too many syllables. If you were good at dodgeball, though, you were the king of the school. In elementary school, mm-hmm. we had Donnie Maddie. Th- no joke. This dude had a full mustache in fourth grade. <laughs> fourth grade. <laughs> okay. He was a fully developed man in elementary school, and he dominated every playground sport. Kickball, dodgeball. Forget it. Donnie Maddie. He had a mustache like you, Longoria, in fourth nice. grade. And I'm like, I'm like, what the hell's going on with this? What's going on here? <laughs> Jay's in Roswell. Jay, give me a good nickname. I got one. Um, some buddies and I were hanging out when we were back in high school, and uh, we'd been drinking a little bit. We were a little worried about one of our friends, you know, because he'd been drinking. So we asked him, we said, hey, man, are you okay to drive? And he looked at us and he said, I'm scrape, man. I'm scrape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're scrape from here on out, buddy. That was his nickname? Scrape oh. was his nickname. That's so funny. So I had a party in high school and uh, people came over and whatever, imbibed. And my buddy Jeff Gata, um, he told his parents he was going to stay over at my house. So he called him up in the middle of the party to tell, <laughs> I don't know, to check in. His yeah. dad was like a state trooper, so yeah. whatever. And he's, he's on the phone, full party in the background, and he's talking to his mom. And he's like, <laughs> no, no, everything's good, Mom. Yeah, we're going to bed soon. Uh, he goes, I'm not slurring my worlds. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm not slurring my worlds. So she knows right then. Yeah, she hears the yeah. party. He's slurring his worlds. Yeah. <laughs> his dad, the state trooper, comes up, drives to the house, yells at me, Mark, he's only 16 years old, but... Meanwhile, I'm three months older than this guy. Like, I'm the... Yeah, I'm, like, you're the, like you're the elder. <laughs> I mean, I was a year ahead of him, but right. I was literally three months older than this guy. So uh, his nickname was Worlds. <laughs> Mom, I'm not slurring my worlds. <laughs> nice. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. <laughs> Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from Parts Unknown, Height Unknown, Weight... We do not want to know Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular fast food review. How you doing, Jonathan? Doing great, Mark Aram. Triple team drive through coverage here for the Mark Aram <laughs> show on earlier than usual. I am wrapped in bacon in here for the take-in. What do you got in the menu? Please. What do you got in the menu tonight, brother? One of our favorite places, Mark Hardy's. 
has mm. taken one of their big burgers and they've shrunk them down. They're Ooh. in the slider game now, so they want everybody to know that you thought you had good sliders at your place. They're coming into the game with not one but two or three layers of beef. So in a little round circle on a little bun. So Hardee's known for the big monster manly burgers. I mean, that's been their niche. They are now uh, doing those little slider action. What's what's the game plan there, Johnny? What are you thinking? Yeah, they want to bring something into the dollar menu that everybody oh, seems to be back on the dollar menu yes. train now. So they're going to give you one of these sliders for a buck. But if you want a little <laughs> more meat in your slider, they'll give you an extra patty for fifty cents and again. So it's one dollar, one fifty, two dollars if you want a single slider. Hey, if with, you want to slide into second, or if you want to slide into third. With the with the stock market in flux, we're going to be hitting that dollar menu more often. And so Hardee's that makes that makes sense because they don't really have any dollar offerings. They've got like the eleven dollar combo meals. You know, like they <laughs> they charge you a lot for their big burgers. So this makes sense for them to get on the dollar side of things with a slider. I listen. I'm an unabashed fan of Hardee's. They they can do no wrong in my book. I'm I'm on board with the sliders. How do they taste, Johnny? We okay with these? Getting on the dollar side of things. <laughs> didn't didn't you have a country album that came I out? I did. That, I uh, did. That that had with, that on there with Waylon yeah, Jennings' you, Jewish nephew. <laughs> Charbroiled, Mark, just like the big one. So it's just a couple less bites. Yeah, it's good. It's hard. Right. Yeah, it's good. It's around hardy. The burgers, Johnny. We appreciate you as always, and. It's the cholesterol's high, baby. So am I. Follow me on Twitter. Listen to my podcast on iTunes or johnnykielbasa.com. Johnnykielbasa.com for the podcast and all things Kielbasa. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bruh. There he is. I'm excited. Hardy sliders. I know. They look good on the commercial. I got to check them out. There's no Hardys near me. That's the problem. No. I got to move. You do. I got to move just to be closer to a Hardy's. <laughs> yeah. We'll come back with your nicknames. I've got Skinner tickets to give away. When we come back, you literally will have six seconds to tell me the nickname. I don't even want stories now. I just want the nickname. Aramin for Erickson on WSB. Finish it up for Erickson. He's coming up at 7 o'clock. This is Mark Aram. Rapid fire. Give me uh, just a good nickname. I don't have time for stories. Good nickname only. Kurtz in Peachtree City. Give me a good nickname. Um, kid grew up in a uh, ghetto. He was a token white kid. He had the word white boy in his belly. That was great until he went to the Army. They wouldn't let him in, so he had to think. He got the word uh, the letter D in front of the word white, a D after the word boy. His nickname forever after, Dwight Boyd. From white boy to Dwight Boyd. Uh, Mike in Covington. Mike, real quick, give me a nickname. Yeah, growing up in high school, uh, I got uh, Peach as my nickname. <laughs> Hang on, you're in contention. A guy named Pete should, should get Skinner tickets. <laughs> Buck, real quick, what's uh, what's your nickname? My nickname is Buck. But here's the deal: we grew up in the evil Knievel age. We climbed up on my uncle's house and we jumped bicycles off of his house. And the first one to go was my best friend. His name is Freak. <laughs> All right, Linda's in Brazelton. Linda, give me a good nickname. My mom's name was Eva, and she uh, answered the phones for me at work. And when my friends would call, she wouldn't let them through, so they started calling her the evil. Switchboard, and from she's dead now, but we still refer to her instead of Eva as evil. <laughs> you call your dead mom evil. Wow. All right, you're in contention too. That's just that's just wrong. So uh, Keith's in Smyrna. Keith, give me a good nickname. Yes, good to uh, talk to you, Mark. Hey, Love brother. The show. Thank you, sir. Uh, uh, my nickname was given to me by my older brother, Stinky, and it has to do with a football field. <laughs> I, I don't want. I don't want to know. Hang on, that's a good one. <laughs> football. Field. Uh, Mike and Canton, real quick, give me a good nickname. 
Yeah, yeah, we used to uh, go for your herbal needs in high school. Called him Last Resort Freddy. He was the last guy you wanted to go to. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Joe, real quick, give me a good nickname, Joe. Uh, Princess McBoing Boing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what is that? All right, give me 10 seconds. I, I, couldn't, to... I couldn't hold still. My father could name me Princess McBoing Boing. Wow, that's all right. Hang on. You're in contention for the Skinner tickets. <laughs> Mike in Woodstock, give me a real quick nickname. Bullethead. All right, hang on. You're in. Baseball got shot. All right, no, that's not in contention. Uh, Gil, <laughs> Gil and Kennesaw, real quick, give me a nickname, Gil. Uh, Moon Pie. All right, that's in contention. All right, let's go. Uh, Longoria, you pick Peach, okay. Moon Pie, Princess McBoing Boing, or. Uh, I'm going Princess McBoing Boing. Princess McBoing Boing. Ahmed? Ahmad? Uh, I'm Mod. thinking Princess as well because she's royalty. All right, Joe, Joe, a.k.a. Princess McBoing Boing. You have won the Leonard Skinner tickets. How about that? That's great. All right. Uh, we're going to give you a pair of tickets to Leonard Skinner's Last of the Street Survivors Farewell Tour, Saturday, September 1st at Solaris Amphitheater at Lakewood. How about them apples? That's great. That's my husband's birthday. Oh, look at that. All right, Princess McBoing Boing. <laughs> hang on the line. Don't don't hang up. Ahmad's going to get some info from you. Thanks to Ahmad, the nicest phone screener oh, I've ever yeah. worked with. <laughs> Longoria, stoic as ever. I'm going to I'm going to pad your star of the show uh, for tomorrow. Nice. You'll get it. I'm on tomorrow at 7 p.m. every Monday through Friday. You can check me out, please. Seven to nine. Coming up on the Mark Aram Show slot, Eric Erickson with guests Michael Williams and Hunter Hill. And I believe you can stream it live on our Facebook page as well. News, weather, and traffic next. Keep up with me on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Have a good night. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet, and it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.